0: Hostless round two. Welcome in, guys, to How Seymour Sees It, a fantasy football podcast. Tonight we are running with How Warner Sees It because, as I just told you, we are now hostless. How you doing tonight, Ryan?
1: Good. I finally got my headline.
0: <laughs> About time. You didn't even need Cam... You didn't even need uh, a Camler to... K.J. Hambler to even go off for 100 yards to get it either. You just needed the host to be gone and J.J. not to show up tonight.
1: Yeah, I found a loophole. I love it.
0: <laughs> Sorry about not getting a show earlier to you guys this week. We are all extremely busy. It's like uh, J.J. and Ron are on a bye week. So uh, we're just going to jump right into the news and see how it goes. You know, kind of just spitball it because that's what we're going to do here. Uh, first little bit of news on this Thursday is uh, Ellen Azard uh, began rehab work today. Um, He was slapped with a four-to-week-eight timeline going underneath the knife in September. Uh, Sunday's return against the Texans isn't expected to happen, but the Vikings uh, in week nine is a possibility. Um, They're thinking the best bet is San Francisco. So what do you think about that, Ryan?
1: Um, I think – I mean, that will be huge for that offense um, if he comes back. Um, You know, and it might also take away a little bit. But do you know how many – Is he like – did people keep him on on fantasy, really? Is he on IRs for a lot of teams or no?
0: I feel like a lot of people have caught him on – and if your team haven't been smart enough to stash him on the IR, look to maybe stash him in a week or two. Go grab him. Absolutely. That's something that uh, I'm sure one of us will probably be looking at after this podcast to be doing in our league because we don't know if someone stashed him on our IR unless you've got someone else in mind when it comes to that. Uh, John Brown, what did you say, Ren?
1: nothing. You're good.
0: So John Brown has remained sidelined for Thursday's, uh, practice. Brown was limping all over the field against the chiefs. Um, playing him this week could be a little bit of an issue, obviously, if he's limping around, but that could increase Stefan's date, Stefan Diggs outlook for, uh, targets this week. So, um, any thoughts on that?
1: Um, yeah. So if, if if he's out i mean Stefan did's definitely but i'd say the rest of the team in general you're going to see um probably see an uptick in what they can get um and who are the bills? and the bills have a kind of sorry Joe but they kind of have an easy matchup this upcoming week well i think um, you saw that <laughs> in week 1 when they
0: absolutely stomped all over us
1: so i mean if you if you got a bills player that can play you might you probably want to play him <laughs> <laughs> really
0: As we would say every week, play all of your starting lineups against the New York Jets defense. Absolutely. No doubt. (laughs) Speaking of the Jets this week, uh, so in a little bit of a mystery injury, Jamison Crowder showed up on the injury report, who is really the only fantasy applicable player on an Adam Gase offense. Somehow that guy still has a job up there. I have no idea. Some would refer to him as a clown. I think that's what I would refer to him as. So, anyway, um, he's probably the only reliable target up there. Um, in the last three games against the Bills, he's had uh, upwards of 12 targets, and that was his basement. So, what do you think about Jameson Crowder in this game if he does play?
1: Um, I mean, he's, he's been the one bright spot on that offense all season. I mean, the guy's on. The guy's crushing it. So, he's averaging 23 points a game. He's mm-hmm. a top 20 wide receiver. Um, you would, I mean, he's a no brainer to start him if he's, if he's, if he's available. So just keep your eye out on that game time situation.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm really kind of struggling with that this week because I uh, ended up picking up, uh, Higgins and between him and Crowder, I really don't know who to play because Higgins is really coming on the last few weeks. Um, yeah. So that's going to be kind of going down to the last minute right now. I've got Higgins in a lineup going up against you this weekend. So that's actually kind of exciting. Hopefully I'm going to crush your one game winning streak.
1: I hope not. I hope we, uh, (laughs) we don't see that happen. And then of course, you know, it's kind of like a a crazy variable, but that game is taking place in New York. And with New York, you always got to wonder about weather and stuff. Mm. Um, Last week I felt the pain of, having, you know, Tyreek Hill play in a game that was a downpour. Um, So you only saw him put up five points. So that's always just another small thing to keep in mind. It's, it's, it might not be like a huge factor, but if you're, you know, 50-50 split, sometimes consider outside the box a little bit.
0: I will say, Ryan, getting your first win this week, you seem a little bit more perky.
1: (laughs) Hey, getting the first, and to think I get my first W after I lose my highest scoring player, that is Dad Frustrat. Yep. And, and now almost no one on the, I mean, I would almost avoid most Cowboys players (laughs) with Andy Dalton back there. I mean, even Zeke didn't look good. Two fumbles.
0: Yeah. Well, that's all right. I'm still going to beat you with Amari Cooper this week. He still scored 20 points at garbage time, but the first half, it was scary, man. He was putting him almost a big goose egg.
1: I know. Didn't he? When did he get that last touchdown? It was like,
0: Oh, it was late in the game and it it was trash time, man. Um, Yeah. So something else we need to talk about now that he isn't here is also with Ryan winning this week, that means Mr. Undefeated, J.J. LaPlante, has gone down. The king is down.
1: Taking his, his you know, and I got nervous with, uh, with the way it was looking for me. The, the, my defense popped out of goose egg. Um, uh, it went right down to that Monday night game. But luckily, um, I, think, I think the rain saved me. I don't think Mahomes didn't have a great game. And because he ha- and, and Zeke had a terrible game. Yeah. And, and then uh, he had Edmonds for Arizona that didn't do great. And then he had another Kansas city wide receiver that had a big old goose age.
0: And man, that's just something you're going to really going to have to consider going into these later months is weather's going to start being an outlooking game. So usually early in the season for your fantasy games, you don't have too much concern about it, but you're going to have to start worrying about those snowstorms lately. You never know in upstate New York or in Buffalo, that's going to happen. But, I mean, it was raining the last two days down here, and then today it was beautiful, probably close to 70 degrees. Um, yeah. So I honestly don't think for this weekend them playing the Jets that's going to be really that much of an issue. Um,
1: well, they're like both said, New York teams too, so they're used to it. Yep. But still.
0: I mean, look for the Bills to absolutely crush them this weekend, but there's no reason if James and Crowder doesn't play, he doesn't have a 100-yard game. Um, The only aspect of that is if Flacco is playing again. I'm seeing that Darnold's practicing already, but my gut just tells me that they're going to continue with the tank show and you're going to see Flacco come out this weekend. Cause they're, I don't believe Adam Gase thinks that Darnold at 100% is better for him to win with a Flacco at 100% for some odd reason, which makes no sense. But in the mind of Adam Gase, he's going to go with the veteran, I think, over the young injured quarterback.
1: Yeah, and really – I think regardless who's bad, there at times it seems like Crowder is the number one guy that they look for as soon as the ball snaps. So if you're a fantasy owner for Crowder, I think you're going to be all right, regardless. Um, Jets fans will be upset, but Crowder is Yeah, no, let's, uh, let's tank
0: and get that number one pick, whether we uh, <laughs> draft Trevor Lawrence or trade it away for a Hall of Picks. If not, he's probably going to be going to Washington or the Giants, who, which, by the way, are one game out of first place and one game away from the first overall pick.
1: speaking of, this is kind of a nice transition. Speaking of quarterback situations, what are your thoughts regarding the benching of Ryan Fitzpatrick? Um, I was pretty shocked when I heard that news come out.
0: You know what? Um, I kind of think they had this plan all along. Ryan Fitzpatrick was even talking about, though, that he kind of felt betrayed because his heart was kind of in this team. And he kind of felt like this was his team going forward because he's been successful the last two weeks. They're starting to hit their stride. Um, I think the plan was always to go to Tua at their bye week, which originally was supposed to be week 11, I believe. Um, it got moved up because of all the COVID issues week six. So the Tua timeline moved up. And I don't think they were going to change this game plan, regardless of what their record was. They were going to be going to Tua later in the season on the bye week. What so do that's you just think, kind of how that plays out. What do
1: you? What players do you think benefit from Tua? Uh, uh, taking the starting job? And do you think any players are going to see a decline because of Tua getting the starting position?
0: You know, I really don't think their offense might change that much. Devontae Parker is going to stay consistent, I think. Um, they're going to run into a similar system. But um, I think Mike Kiseki could potentially be a little bit more consistent because rookies tend to like to find a security blanket. And he could be a good one for Tua, for Tua Tenga-Vailoa.
1: Yep, and I still see Miles Gaston playing a pretty big role in that offense. Um mm-hmm. so I think he'll stay status quo. He's been pretty reliable at least for me uh when I've had him these past few weeks.
0: Miles Gaston's um, role may actually increase because they may look like I said to keep that security blanket under him and you would do that by creating a running game and getting him into play action, which I think is a strong possibility for him.
1: Exactly. So, it will be exciting to see uh see Tua take over and see what that looks like. Um from a fantasy perspective, I, I mean, I wouldn't go out and pick up Tua until you (laughs) see what he does. I mean, Fitzpatrick was putting up pretty solid numbers, but I don't see, I I don't know if I'd necessarily expect that from Tua yet.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, if you want to go crazy and off that limb, uh, they're on the bye week anyway, so you can kind of evaluate your quarterback situation going into this week. Um, I think there's some better options out there. Um, like
1: I see, I see Minshew still available in a lot of leads. Mm -hmm. Um, He's pretty strong. I, uh, I saw Joe Burrow available.
0: Uh, yeah, and I think Joe Burrow is a decent option this weekend going up against Cleveland because the first game they played against him, he had 60 uh, targets towards guys. So, I mean, regardless if he gets a lot of completions, that's a lot of freaking volume. He's throwing that ball around. Um, as for Gardner Mitchell, I'm a little bit more lukewarm on him. He's got the option with his legs still. Um, I think Joe Burrow would be a better option if that's where you're stressing at have a quarterback this week.
1: Minshew's hard, man, because, like, you you look at his game log, and it's just kind of like – it's just a roller coaster.
0: It <laughs> you know, t- takes you for a roller coaster ride. Yeah,
1: you got to be alone for the ride. And, uh, you know, if you're looking for something more consistent, then he's probably not your guy. But if you're in a desperate situation, you just – you know, your quarterback's on bye week and you didn't prepare, mm-hmm. or your quarterback just got benched by a rookie that no one saw coming, it might yeah. be – might want to take a look.
0: Speaking of a roller coaster ride, there's something I think we're going to need to cover – which we would have covered if we had a Tuesday show, which I think JJ and Ron are going to really appreciate, which is a certain Mr. Rob Gronkowski getting in the end zone. So what is your opinion on that?
1: Dude, uh, I loved it. I loved seeing it, you know, (laughs) even though it wasn't in a Patriots uniform. I loved it. Um, I don't know.
0: He didn't look so plotty like Ron was thinking he did.
1: Ron, I mean, I I see both sides, but I don't think Ron gives him enough credit, but Mm – um. Man, I if 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 you're super desperate at tight end, it might be worth you know waiting and seeing. I I don't know if I'd buy into it just yet, but mm-hmm. it does look like they're linking up. You know, we're we're still only six games into the season, so there's still a lot of weeks to go. Um, and if him and Brady are starting to get on that wavelength, then right, you just might start seeing some consistency there.
0: Speaking of consistently being injured, let's talk about Michael Thomas. So yeah, you know. The ballroom brawler out there too.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I don't even know off the top of my head what like he was going. I mean, he was a top, top pick for for. Thank God I didn't pick him.
0: He was a top but, um, five pick, man. And there's a lot of people that are eating the crow on that right now.
1: Yeah, he just I mean, um, fifteen
0: hundred, fifteen hundred yards last year, and he's nowhere near that production right now. Think about it. He's coming off. He was out for almost the first month of the entire year, and he gets into a fight with a corner on his team. Last week, he's out with supposed strep throat. That may have just been a continuation of discipline, in my opinion.
1: Gordon must have been hanging out then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then this week, they said he uh, tweaked the hamstring. And uh, coming from NFL Network, Tom Pellicero, he's considered a fast healer, they said. So there's still hoping he can play against Carolina, but I'm not overly optimistic against him. I think you're going to have to Keep watching those reports until Friday and maybe throw him in your flex and then pivot if he's not playing.
1: Well, and I can't remember exactly. Did he get hurt during the week one game or was it after the game?
0: I believe it was during the game.
1: Okay, because, I mean, during week one, I mean, he had three receptions for 17 yards, so I didn't know if he got hurt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got hurt middle. against
0: Oakland if I remember right.
1: But if he's arguing with coaches and other players on his team and it it's just a messy situation and players don't use really – thrive (laughs) when that's going on in the background. Um so I would be nervous as a as a Michael Thomas fantasy owner.
0: Yeah, it's just not a good situation to be in the middle of right now. No, not at all. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. So all right, so we'll move on to our next little bit of news, which is uh uh Robert Tanyan. I haven't even mentioned him on the show before he's a tight end for the Packers. He's been coming on for the last few weeks. Um, so he's been rehabbing uh, in this Thursday practice. Um, they're saying he's probably going to play, and I think they're going to lean towards him playing because of the lack of other options at tight end for the Green Bay Packers. Um, I guess that's just something to keep in mind. I'm actually playing him in one of my DraftKings, which we will go over in another show to make up for the lack of Tuesday's show. Um, you have any thoughts on any tight ends or him, Ryan? Uh besides Mr. So, Rob Gronkowski.
1: So to be perfectly honest, I don't even know who that guy is. So I, yeah. I dropped the ball there. Um Yeah, no, I I've been kind s- of
0: keeping tabs on him. He uh so he had a, the last two weeks he's kind of really laid a goose egg. Um the week before that he scored eleven points. There's not a lot of good options for like DraftKings, but I'll get into that. But he's got a really good matchup going up against the other teams um, this week. So
1: on the Tiansen, you know, I am seeing some. I I know I know we talk about it like almost every week and it doesn't happen and then when we Evan Ingram i could, I could see him potentially having a decent game against the Eagles um
0: so you think tonight he might go off
1: he might um i don't I guess it depends on what your tight end situation is like um another tight end situation i I read right before his podcast that Zach Ertz is looking to be out for a while mm-hmm Um, I think they said, like six to seven weeks now.
0: Unfortunately, Godert's still out, so you're not going to be able to throw him into into that flex spot either for the tight end.
1: It looks like uh, Noah. I'm not going to say his last name because I say it wrong every time.
0: Noah, fantastic.
1: Yep, Noah, fantastic. uh, Is looking like he's going to be playing this week. Mm. Um, Didn't play against New England last week, so he should hopefully. Yeah, because they totally
0: needed him, huh?
1: We're not even going to talk about that. <laughs> um,
0: what I, happened in that game,
1: Ryan? Dude, I don't know. Our defense kept us in it that whole time. You know, they held them to the field goals. Ben don't break. Got those interceptions in, in, in the second half like we needed. And I don't know. If, I, I don't know if Newton being out and doing those virtual training, like the virtual practices got them all messed up. I don't know.
0: I don't but, know, man. I think it just had something to do with the fact that you guys shuffled your offensive line around. And it Newton coming back had, to a team he wasn't familiar with along that line just messed with the entire chemistry of your well, team.
1: Yeah, and the fact that we shuffled around that offensive line, and then they had never practiced in that in that lineup before. <laughs> so maybe Bill, Bill was just like, it's Denver. Who cares? But
0: Yeah, he's like, no, don't worry. We got this. And it yeah. just – they got him that week, which is really mm. weird for the genius to go down like that.
1: We did, but I would, uh, you know, I know we're gonna get to pits later, but I don't see Bill. I don't see Bill going on a skid like this, so I would, I would bet on New England this week.
0: No, I don't think I remember the last time I've seen him lose three in a row.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I read that we. This is the first time we've fallen below 500 this late in the season since, like, I want to say 2001. So I'm not positive. <laughs> but it's it's been a long time. Around the
0: area where you started winning all your Super Bowls.
1: Right, yeah. So this is new for me. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, this is just completely new territory for a New England fan who has seen them be successful for the last 20 years. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm not, really.
1: <laughs> and then in other – speaking of Thursday night games, since we're on the topic of tonight's game,
0: mm-hmm. it looks
1: like Darius Slayton is a go – there, then there's been rumors Sterling Shepard got pulled off of IR.
0: Yeah. It's, I heard about that too, which could really affect Evan Ingram's uh, production tonight too.
1: Exactly. That's the point I was about to make. Um, I was just looking, I haven't seen for sure if they're going to upgrade him to active or not. He's currently questionable, mm-hmm. but that's something to keep your eye on. I mean, he, he's probably available in most leads. If you, you know, if you want to take a shot and maybe snag a wider re- potential wide receiver three or whatever. Um, might be worth it.
0: Still in that Giants offense, I'd be pretty skeptical. I would just skate over him. I think there's a lot of better options out there. Um, I don't know. I mean, you're one in five. You may take that option, but I sure wouldn't.
1: I did snide him, actually. Um, <laughs> Are
0: you going to play him against me tonight?
1: No. <laughs> no, you're not going to get that lucky. Not um, going to do that lucky. I had a few roster. Sp- I had a roster spot that I, I needed to get rid of anyway. It I was a player I didn't really care for. Mm-hmm. Why not? I'll, I'll plug him in and see what happens. You know, brutal. You never know.
0: All right. So, in some more news. Uh, Bengals running back Joe Mixon did not practice Thursday, so this is something to watch for the potentially for the weekend. A lot of people in your league probably don't own Giannani, Giovanni Bernard right now, so watch it. Watch that into the weekend. It's someone you can potentially stash. I can't believe I'm saying this in front of Ryan because he'll probably consider it now. He's actually looking right at his phone. <laughs> Probably willing to make a cut, so I probably should have jumped on that before I said that or not brought it up at all. This is going to come back to bite me in the butt, in the butt folks. But anyway, um, watch him for DFS as a cheap option, and just keep an eye on Joe Mixon. Um, also, Chiefs wide receiver Sammy Watkins did not practice Thursday. Um, that's kind of really no surprise because he's expected to still miss a few weeks. Um, any thoughts on either one of those last two things we've discussed, Ryan as you signed your Nafani Bernardi, your roster?
1: You know, let me – I'm, I'm getting the contract <laughs> ready right now. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I think uh, no Joe Mitzen also, as you were talking about, uh, Joe Burrow, maybe a, maybe a value pick, uh, mm-hmm. a value one valuable player to play this week. I think no Joe Mitzen increases that value. Uh, and I know we're going to get into DFS the next episode, but yep. no Joe Mitzen. You know, if if you're in a deep fantasy, maybe maybe put Sample in there. He might get a touchdown grab or something.
0: Yeah, there, there's potential for that too, and I've actually got him in one of my lineups for that. We'll go over on the next episode. I may drop both episodes Snyder one tomorrow. We'll see how that ends up going. Anyway, is there any news on James White?
1: Um, It looks like the last I looked at, he was going to be playing. He was going to be starting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I hope he is.
0: Yeah, his injury still disclosed as, you know, the Patriot way really is. They don't like to tell much to the rest of the world. Um, but he didn't practice Thursday. I think you're going to need to see him get a practice in Friday to make sure he ends up playing. So that's just kind of something else you're going to have to do. Um, as with other injured players, put him in your flex spot if you're looking to play him as Ryan. It probably is right now because he's got James White. I'm watching him make adjustments to his team as I'm telling him to do this <laughs> stuff. And I'm still going to beat him. Um, but just watch that. Listen. And consider it. That's why I'm four and two Ryan and you're one and five.
1: <laughs> Listen, I'm my combat's just starting. All right. Yeah, um, so you're gonna go for two in a
0: row this week.
1: <laughs> hey, you never know. I will say uh also we're on the topic of um running bats, and I know we kind of already glossed over the Eagles. Miles Sanders out this week. Boston Stout, at least as of two days ago, was available in a lot of leads.
0: Yeah, somehow ended up on your roster. Don't know all that happened.
1: Go get him.
0: Where uh, were so you in the waiver order?
1: Two. Uh, Ridiculous. Yeah, so if, if – you know, I mean, if you have another right running back one, uh, but if you had Miles Sanders on your team, you probably didn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, last season, um, you know, with the last three games that Boston Scott played where he got more than 10, 10 uh, touches – Week 14, 24.8 points. Week mm-hmm. 15, 13.5. And, and then week 17, 35.8 points. All PPR. But if, if you need someone to fill that Miles Sanders spot, I think that's a great, it's a great person to do it.
0: Absolutely ridiculous. Can't believe how many players you added to your roster this week and adjusted. You mad, Joe? Have made. I, I am a little <laughs> bit because I have just kind of got a bad feeling this week. You beat JJ, who I just did not expect you to beat last week. And I'm still favored to win by, I think, it was a little over 10 points, and my gut just tells me I'm going to throw another goose egg out there like I did last week. I played horrible last week, and that was because of Mr. – I too. Yeah, great. Awesome. So you're going to add him to your lineup. <laughs> yeah, do you want to tell him who you traded for him, though? Not really, so – Yeah, no, I think we definitely got to get that out there.
1: I will talk about it. I don't want to
0: talk about it, <laughs> but Certain I will. Chiefs wide receiver.
1: Yeah, so I – I made the decision, everybody, to trade Tyreek Hill for Deshaun
0: Watson. Oh my god!
1: I don't, I don't know how I feel about it yet. But well,
0: you, you got to make strides. You're one in five, right? So you got to take that lighting in a bottle approach.
1: That's right. So see, I've had him on my team these past six weeks. I'm one in five. So good I job trading some.
0: him to another undefeated team. So that's awesome. I,
1: I got to shake it up a little bit, and I figured, what better time to do it than when I'm facing Joe? <laughs> You know, get a, get, a, get a quarterback that just got brand-new coach coming off a of red-hot week.
0: I, I kind of am afraid of him, though. He's going up against the Packers, and the Packers tend to get in shootouts, too, and that's going to lead to a lot of points for Watson this weekend, I think.
1: Yeah, and um, I think uh, – and all the wide receivers that looked like are better fitting. I mean, I know you went out and picked up Brandon Kutz. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Fuller had a decent game.
0: Yep. Luckily, um, I got Brandon Cooks last week after his first breakout week. J.J. really yeah. wanted to get him back, but, you know, now he's playing for the better team. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> I mean, the the shakeups are, are over there for the Tutsons have, have helped just about everybody on the team.
0: Yeah. I don't know. They could make a late season push, it seems like. I mean, they Absolutely. really hung there with the Titans. I mean, they could be looking at that third wild card spot, depending on how the other teams shake out.
1: I can't – and the fact that they hung with the Titans after the type of game that Derrick Henry had. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, I – and the fact that they probably would have won that game if the coach would have just kicked the field goal. I yeah. mean, kicked the extra point instead of going for two.
0: Okay. So, uh, I'll gloss over our last three points because they're um, a little bit less fantasy related. So, in other news, too, the Ravens traded uh, third and fifth round pick for Yannick Nagakwe, who they were actually interested in earlier in the season. The Vikings ended up swooping in there and got him from the Jaguars for a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick. So it's kind of funny how basically the Vikings traded a second for a third-round pick for a six-game rental. What are your thoughts
1: on that? I think it was I, – I think it's hilarious. I just don't know if the – I don't – I don't know if there was something – we didn't hear any rumors like, that there was any – you know, it's not like he – uh, You know what it sounds like? like the Vikings
0: are in tank mode now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're like, you know what, we'll take less, we'll take less pits because we're going to suck and we're going to get better ones anyway. Um, and I think Baltimore is kind of making a statement, you know, going out and getting that, that, that guy that, you know, on the D-line.
0: Yeah, and there are actually rumors out there that they're uh, looking to sign Des Bryant when he's available too, Yeah, which is kind of interesting. They're looking to add him to his practice squad and bring him up in a few weeks.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: I don't I don't really think know. It's, I don't think that's any fantasy-relevant news, though, because honestly, um, their offense just hasn't been producing anyway. I think they had 180 yards, and that just among their offense isn't going to produce with their two top targets barely being fantasy-relevant right now.
1: Yeah, I don't foresee Des Bryant coming in and being anything crazy or worthwhile in that regard. Speaking of free agent players getting signed, I'm sure you heard the rumors. About Antonio Brown. Yep, Antonio Brown. uh, Does he come back week eight or is he suspended through week eight?
0: I don't think anyone honestly knows besides the NFL insiders. Um, So they're talking about signing him after week eight. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to play at that point. Honestly, his fantasy relevance too could be minimal. I think in this offense, because you look at their top few options, with especially with Metcalf, man, like you got I don't Locked know if there's Metcalf. Yeah, there's. I don't know where he would fit into that. Um, their third receiver, but I mean, I guess we'll see his relevance. But I just don't think I would touch him either.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to largely depend on how defenses respond when they mm-hmm. when they put Antonio Brown out there.
0: Yeah. So I think this may be another option you could stash on your IR if your league's allowing to do that kind of stuff. I've been stashing Jeffries on mine. Maybe I'll switch it out. I don't think so, because the Eagles don't have anyone to throw to anyway. So eventually, maybe he'll end up becoming one of their top targets. But um, I don't know. If you're looking to throw the dice, it's not the worst thing in the world to throw them onto your IR every week and then just see where it goes. But I mean, with DK Metcalf there, I just don't see him being a big volume target.
1: Still still upset that my team passed on him yeah
0: you know? and then on my last favorite bit of news this week uh the Raiders whole <laughs> offensive line was sent home Wednesday due to Trent Brown getting a positive COVID test um, and I
1: think a coach tested like positive too like the I, I think it's everybody associated with the offensive line like dude, that's the O-line, hilarious the O line coach so don't start don't start any Raiders running backs probably. Uh,
0: <laughs> like, well, I think if you got Josh Jacobs, you have to start no matter who's starting, but it's just absolutely hilarious. Cause this is adversely going to affect both Derek Carr, his receivers and Josh Jacobs. production. Well, uh,
1: also, you know, the it's Thursday, the game is scheduled for Sunday. Keep an eye on that, you know, be ready to switch out players. If you have to, if that, if that Tampa Raiders game gets postponed or yeah. switched so, out or whatever, cause I mean, Switching it to Tuesday is probably not even going to make that much of a difference, being right. it's all happening on a Thursday.
0: So, commissioners, make sure to make adjustments for that if it does get delayed. But fantasy owners of that player, make sure to throw him in your flex as well so you can pivot late. Just something else to yes. consider. Yes. And I think um, with that, we can get – oh, do you have some more thoughts about it?
1: I, I, I had a few more points. Go ahead. But then I'll, I'll make them fast points. Okay.
0: Sorry, I got to pull up my picks um, anyway, so feel free.
1: So it's looking like Chris Godwin's going to be coming back. Uh, he's listed as questionable, but it looks like there's the expectation that he plays this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's good for Chris Godwin fantasy owners. Uh, Mike Evans fantasy owners, I'd say keep an eye. On it. I mean, Mike Evans will still be worth starting. But I did find an inter- interesting stat today. Uh, without Chris Godwin. Uh, these past uh, three games, whatever it was. Um, 19 catches for 267 yards and three touchdowns while Chris Godwin was on the field playing with the team. And that was off 27 targets. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Chris Godwin on the field, four catches for 14 yards with three touchdowns. Um, I don't think that 14
0: is right. I must have missed a number. But
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: What you're saying is, is that adds up to success when he's on the field.
1: Yes, and you know Chris Godwin being on the field will probably take away some of your value for Mike Evans. Is yeah. What I'm saying.
0: But I mean, um, you know, the boys are back in town and they're going to play. So, I mean, where you drafted them, you're going to have to play them And in some situations. You're going to have to play Gronk, I guess. Now.
1: Oh wait, so I was right. Yeah, in the three games with Godwin on the field, four targets for 14 yards. No, four catches for 14 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, so the touchdowns are still there. You're still getting those big, you know, those gap points. But
0: yeah,
1: uh, did something to keep him. Eckler looks like he's going to be out longer than sooner. So okay. sorry to everyone that drafted Eckler and sorry to the person in one of my leagues that traded <laughs> me for, for him. Um, Julio is questionable. Shocker there. Uh, then lastly, Tim Patrick, wide receiver for Denver, you know, yeah. he, he's available on some waiver wires. If you're, you're struggling in that wide receiver um, area, he's been doing pretty well these past couple of weeks, and I think it's going to keep trending up. It seems like he has a good rapport with Drew
0: Locke there. Look at yeah. you, Ryan. We're going around the whole freaking league with news this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, not in any set order, but that's fine. That's how yeah. Warner sees it. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> all over the place
0: all right guys all right so with uh week seven now coming up uh me and ryan will get into our picks we'll keep uh jj's and ron's a mystery so you know we can pick on them with their horrible picks next week yeah (laughs) so anyway in your first game for tonight's thursday game ryan who do you got between the uh giants and philly and what's your confidence points
1: oh this was a hard one so you know you got you got the giants coming off coming off their first win against washington Mm -hmm. um but then you got Philly, who's coming off a loss, but gave gave the gave uh, the Ravens a pretty good pretty good match. I picked the home team at Philly at uh, two confidence points. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they took a tough loss, but they hung in there against um against the Ravens. Carson Wentz actually looked pretty decent, in my opinion. Uh, Miles Sanders being out, I think, isn't going to be as huge of a deal, just because I think Boston Scott is a capable player. right? Um, so I got Philly winning, but wasn't super confident, so they did two points.
0: <laughs> All right, so I've also got Philly winning this game. Um, simply for the fact they seem to be hitting their stride the last few weeks, that's not amounting to wins. Uh, fantasy relevant players are Carson Wentz, I guess. If you need to, I don't like a ton of players in this game. Honestly, the NFC East is just trash lately. So I've got I mean, Philly Boston's winning... Got- yeah, Boston Scott is a mildly he good play. But he if you didn't...
1: had Miles Sanders, you probably have to get him at this point, unless you drafted heavy on running backs, yeah. like you did, for example. Like you have a lot of top running backs on your team.
0: But Agreed. If you didn't do that, then. So anyway, I had them at nine confidence points, and with that, we'll move on to Ooh. an even more exciting game: Detroit at Atlanta. Um, I've got uh, so... them at. Oh, I see. how you, Now you're going to interrupt the host, or are you really the host because this is how Warner sees it?
1: I'm the I'm the producer.
0: Oh, okay. So go ahead, <laughs> Mr. Producer.
1: <laughs> okay, you're going to let me take it? All right. I got Atlanta winning uh, 10 confidence points. I think Julio being on that offense gives a huge boost to the team. I think it gives a huge boost to Matt Ryan's value. Um, he's questionable again this week, which isn't a her, but I think he'll play. Uh, but I just think he, he immediately elevates that offense. So 10 fantasy points, Detroit, I mean, Atlanta and Detroit's kind of just a mess, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, so I think Detroit's also a mess in this game. I've got, I kind of went back and forth with this one, too, because Atlanta's got a really bad defense. Um, but I ended up picking Atlanta to win this with five confidence points. Um, I think this could be a very relevant game for DFS, too, um, because this is two really trash, awful offenses. defenses. Um, I think Stafford could have a good week. I think Matt Ryan could have a good week. Julio, I think, is going to have an absolute monster week, but he's pretty expensive in many formats. Um, he's a must start as is Detroit's starting wide receivers. Um, I mean, there's not much more to say about this game. It's going to be a very heavy offensive game, and that's all I'm going to say about that game. So now we're going to move on to another similar kind of game, Cleveland against Cincinnati. What are your thoughts on this one? <clears throat>
1: Um, So, actually, I struggled with this pick. I, I think I may have been overthinking it a little bit. But I did end up picking Cincinnati at three confidence points. I do think this is a matchup for Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is kind of coming into it a little bit here. Um, You know, he's getting – I think T. Higgins is emerging as his, as his main yeah, target. Yeah, I think T. Higgins is going to have a
0: monster game.
1: Yeah, I think they're finally linking up. Uh, I mean, Tyler Boyd hasn't been doing terrible, but I don't think he's the – He's not the go-to guy like T. Higgins is. Um, I don't think, I don't think Mitson being out or questionable or whatever is going to make that huge difference. Um, I think, I think Cincinnati is more than capable of airing it out with Joe Burrow.
0: All right. So for this game, I've actually got quite the opposite opinion in this. I've got Cleveland winning this with a competency rating of 10.
1: The reason oh, why is,
0: yeah. So I'm very confident in this one. Um, The reason why is in the last game, uh, they ran the ball very well against Cincinnati. And Kareem Hunt had, I believe it was 24 fantasy points against them in week two in the Thursday night game. Look for him to continue that trend against the Cincinnati defense. He understands the Cincinnati defense. He played well against them. They're going to be throwing to him out of the backfield again. He could have a monster week, and I am playing him against Ryan. So look for him to be my biggest scorer this week. I think T. Higgins is going to have a lot of points, too. Um, I stacked this in my DFS, which I will go over on our next show. Um, Just look for this to be a very high score game like the first one, but I think Cleveland will end up coming out on top of this one and they'll rebound from their horrible loss last week. So moving on to the next game, we have Cincinnati against Jacksonville. I will take the head this time because Brian went first last time. Uh, Yeah, I don't care. I know (laughs) I said San Diego on my sheet, but it's,
1: you know. Cincinnati versus the, versus the Jaguars or something. <laughs> <laughs> you got too excited.
0: <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers against the Jaguars. Anyway, I've got the Los Angeles Chargers win this with a confidence rating of seven. Their rookie uh, QB is really coming along. Um, Herbert just looks like he's going to be an all-star some year. And yeah, that's right. That's an NBA reference. Um, you know. I don't think I've got much to say about this game. Uh, I think Jacksonville's quarterback could be a decent uh, pickup this week if you need a waiver quarterback. I mean, it's a little bit tough, though, because San Diego's got a sneaky good defense. Um, you have any thoughts on this game?
1: Uh, yeah, so I went with um the Jaguars on this one. Uh, I do think Herbert is, is really coming into his own. Um, I'm actually interested to see. I think I saw in the news today that, Tyrod Taylor is um is able to play, but I think the decision's been made that they're moving on from him. But yeah. I just thought that was an interesting news. Yeah, thanks, situation. doctor. Yeah, right. He's gonna hate that guy forever.
0: <laughs> I like, ruined his freaking he probably, chance with the Chargers.
1: He he could have like dude gets stabbed in the lung and loses his job. The doc not not the doctor the the, the dude that got stabbed <laughs> like
0: <laughs> yeah not the doctor but the starting quarterback. Maybe the doctor
1: did. I don't know for sure. But anyway, um, I think the Jaguars will win. Uh, James Robinson looks good. You know, they got DJ Sharp there. Minshew, like we said before, it's the roller coaster. So, it depends on whether he's on the uphill or the downhill this week. Yep. I, think, I think the Jaguars can win this one, and I'm, I put five points on that.
0: Interesting. All right. So, Carolina at New Orleans. So, I've got New Orleans winning this game with a confidence rating of 11 which I think will surprise a lot of people because Carolina seems to be getting on a roll lately. Um, I think Drew Brees is just going to play well at home. There is the thought that they're going to get their all-star wide receiver back. A little bit iffy with that report today. I guess we'll see. What's your thoughts on this game?
1: Uh, yeah, so I actually did New Orleans um, at twelve conference mm-hmm. points. Uh, the Saints at home, <clears throat> that's tough no matter what. Yep. But you got, you got Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara. Maybe, maybe not Michael Thomas. Um, I, I think they win this one for sure.
0: I think Mike Davis is obviously a good play in this one too because I think Carolina is going to look to control the line of scrimmage and the time of possession. Um, he's been a good option for them for the last few weeks while their running back has been out.
1: Which looks like he's going to be out a little bit longer than previously planned. As Yeah, well, so I but it, it, I
0: it doesn't seem to be affecting them too much though too. So, I mean, that's right. an expensive contract. So, they may look at something later down the road because Mike Davis is quite a cheap option. Um, Probably not because he was their offense before, but, I mean, they're expanding with Robbie Anderson in that offense now, too. The receivers are starting to come along. Um, It's going to be a good game, I think, but look for New Orleans to take it. The game after that is uh, the Jets and Buffalo. We are not going to discuss the aspects of this game because we have already talked about it. The Jets are a freaking clown town. I've got Buffalo winning with a confidence rating of 14, and until the Jets show me otherwise, they will be my highest confidence pick against anyone else because I am on protest.
1: Uh, yeah, Buffalo beating the Jets 13 confidence points um, <laughs> because it's the Jets. My I God, mean,
0: who do you have at 14? That's that's scary.
1: I mean, Buffalo, you won't be surprised when you find out. Okay. Um, and Buffalo, they're, they're on a two-game skid. They're a good team. They're going to bounce back hard on this one. Yeah. I think they're going to take all of their anger out on Jets.
0: It's going to be like 38-0.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, some like 50, 52 to four or whatever, you know. Two um, safeties. I don't know how get four. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna scare the, they're gonna scare the quarterback so bad he's gonna get, he's gonna bolt to the back yeah. of the end
0: zone. So look for Jameson Crowder to get his hundred yards, but the Jets not to be productive on offense. Anyway, on to the next game. Dallas at the D C Sprinkles. Who do you got winning this game?
1: Uh so I did I did the D C Sprinkles. Um after watching that Dallas game oh. last week. Like, oh my God, that was that was so bad.
0: Yeah, man, the freaking red rifle is not throwing that offense together. I will say it was his first week, so you know we'll give a little bit of leeway there, but it did not look promising.
1: That's true, and I I was thinking that, but then when I saw these reports coming out about disgruntled players and not getting along with the coach and all, that is not the formula to start winning games maybe it's Uh, the formula to
0: win the nfc east because nobody else can win that division but
1: (laughs) that's true but based on those factors i got no and washington has a solid front seven so i mean it might even be hard to get zeech going i don't know if you to lean on him yeah nine
0: sprinkles (laughs) all right so i've got the d sprinkles winning with a confidence rating of four um i'm not overly confident in either one of these teams i mean Dallas looked awful on Monday night. I mean, the Cardinals just destroyed them. Um, Washington's, you know, meandering in the mud, too. They're not great either. Um, the only reason I've got them winning this game is because I think Washington's got a little bit better of a defense. They've got a pretty good front seven, which Andy Dalton I don't think will be able to figure out because he'll be eating the dirt. Um, so I've got Washington win with a, a fantasy rating of four. I think Amari Cooper's going to have – Fantasy relevance because he showed even at garbage time Andy Dalton was getting the ball to him, which I actually I predicted the last week that he was going to be his most relevant target. Um, that's my thoughts on that game. Any more to add, Ryan?
1: Well, yeah, and, you know, if you have Zeke, you got to play him because of what you paid
0: for him. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be their offense, too, going forward. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, you, you have to do it.
0: Okay, on to the next game. We have Pittsburgh versus Tennessee, which I did not put on my pick sheet because I thought they were playing Baltimore until they changed it. Ryan nicely pointed out that I didn't have that, but it's going to be the same confidence rating because I'm confident Pittsburgh's going to win this week. So I've got them beating the Tennessee Titans with a rating of two.
1: Yeah, so I got, I got Pittsburgh beating Tennessee. I did one confidence point. Uh, shows you how close this game was for me, but that Pittsburgh defense is coming off a huge game. Um, yeah. I only know that because I got to play them in fantasy in one of the
0: leads. How are they going to do um, against Derrick Henry?
1: I think dude, he's got to be sore, right? He's got to be somewhat tired. I don't know. There's no way he puts up 200-something yards. 200 I don't know, yards. man. He's revving uh-huh. right
0: now. If winter came early, I think.
1: But that the the Steelers' defense, the whole defense is not a joke. For That, that, that front line is pretty legit. I don't see him having as much success. Yep. Um obviously I'm not super confident in it, judging by my one confidence point.
0: You know what I actually I heard on bit. another podcast, Ryan, was gambling right now, eighty five percent of the money is on the Titans, which I found shocking. Have they not watched Hi, Joe, the Steelers this year?
1: Let's drive to Del Lago. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> let's put some money on the Steelers. For, for people that I don't know, I just from, feel really not good about from this. New York. Yeah
1: people that don't live in New York won't understand that there's only two specific places we can drive to, to place bets. Well, there's like three or four now.
0: Yeah. But they're all like, yeah. you know, an hour and a half in between each
1: yeah. other. We can't just, make. Oh, fun. the wonders we're of home.
0: upstate New York.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gotta love it. Oh, all right. man. So I think we're on to the next game now too. green Bay Houston. Well,
1: um, yeah. So I did green Bay. Four confidence points. I have them going into Houston, winning. Aaron, a lot, uh, no, just because of what that Buccaneers defense did to them last week. <laughs> um, but I also think Aaron Rodgers coming off a performance and a loss like that is, you know, going to be coming back with a vengeance. And um, I don't think Houston's defense is as good as Tampa Bay's. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they are. Um, so I got sure, Green okay. Bay. I got Green Bay winning at four confidence points.
0: All right, so I've actually got Green Bay winning with a confidence rating of 12 in this game. Ooh,
1: Um, okay.
0: So they came off an embarrassing loss to Tom Brady last week. Um, Aaron Rodgers looked – he disappeared. He looked like Darnold in the ghost game. Like, it just didn't look good. Um, Don't look for this future Hall of Fame quarterback to do that again this week. He's going to come back angry, and I think they're going to lay somewhere between 30 to 38 points on Houston. Um, I think Houston has the corner quarterback that can keep up with it. Maybe they'll score 20, but not enough for you to win this week, Ryan. So, anyway, on to the next game. So we it have... will be a
1: shootout. So, <laughs> you will benefit by having quarterbacks on either team, and oh. that's why I'm going to win this week.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think so. Hope this trade just blows up in your face. <laughs> it will. It's <laughs> so, all right. On to our next game. We have Seattle, Arizona. So, I will go first with this one. This is actually my upset pick of the week. Arizona looks pretty good on Monday Night Football. Seattle's coming off their bye week. You can't be undefeated forever. So I've got Arizona winning this game with a confidence rating of one. They're going to win this game. It's going to be another very high-scoring game. Um, Seattle's got the worst secondary in the entire league, and I you still have DeAndre Hopkins on the other side. Um, he could have an absolute monster game. Uh, they've got a lot of passing options, especially with – uh, Chase Edmonds at running back too. I, I think they'll just get the right rhythm to win this game. Seattle's shown the issue of falling behind the last few games they've played. Um, I don't think you want to do that against this Arizona team, and it's at Arizona, so I think they're going to get out with a sneaky win.
1: Um, I, I I respect the uh, upset pick. I do that. Could, that should be very big in the points competition. Um, <clears throat> I I put Seattle to win at eleven confidence points. Um, they, you know, you got Seattle coming off a bye week. Arizona's coming off a short week. Um, Arizona, I think, you know, they—I don't know if it really matters, but I feel like they kind of got—they they, they kind of got like an easy game Monday. I don't know if I don't know if it prepares them to go up against Seattle.
0: <laughs> uh, they whooped up on Dallas.
1: Yeah, they did. I mean, it was just like a so so. Maybe it made them too confident. Who knows? But Russell Wilson's also having a monster season. Yeah, DJ D.K. Metcalf out there just doing his thing. You still got Tyler Lofted out there. Um, I think Seattle wins.
0: Yep. And then on to our next game, we have uh, Kansas City at Denver. I've got Kansas City winning this game handily with a confidence rating of 13. Um, I think Pat Mahomes, to put it nicely, is going to crap all over that defense. Um, I don't see this one being close.
1: Yeah, so – I did Kansas City beating Denver. with Because he's point so
0: four. angry the Patriots lost to them last week.
1: With a conference points of 14. A, oh, even angrier than I am. A, because it's Kansas City, and B, because Denver hurt my, my team. And hurt made, your feelings it mean, bad. It made my heart hurt. <laughs> so now I hope they get stomped on. Patrick Mahomes is going coming off of a, I don't want to say bad performance, but a, it is a subpar performance for him. So I see him just Which lighting. is a good
0: performance for other quarterbacks.
1: Yes. A, a poor day for him is like a above average day for us. As,
0: as Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show, my off year is a great year for many quarterbacks. And that's what a bad game is for Pat Mahomes against other quarterbacks. Uh,
1: fantasy owners, I know those of us that drafted Le'Veon want him to start doing something. Mm, Don't no start problem. him this week. No. Don't do it. Let's let's feel it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Clyde Edwards, Hilaire owners, still start him, but I'm sorry in the next coming weeks if Bell just crushes it.
0: Wait for the Jets game. They're going to play him a lot.
1: Yeah, so. Both him and
0: Edwards Hilaire are going to be fantasy relevant that game.
1: That is something to watch, but just leave Bell on your bench. Wait and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, I I think it's going to be a wait and see approach. He'll get somewhere between five to eight carries, I think, in that game. Yep. So, anyway, on to our next game. It's San Francisco at New England. Ryan, is New England going to lose three in a row?
1: No. No. <laughs> i pit New England with confidence points of seven. We're back at home. Uh, I don't see Bill going on a three-game losing streak. I don't see us losing back to bat games at home. Uh, you know, we got, to, we got to practice in person this week again.
0: <laughs> uh, Your offensive line got to practice.
1: Yep, our O line got to practice. Cam Newton, you know, said it's all on me. I got, I got to get get some stuff together. I think they're gonna come out to prove a point. They're, they're, they're still vying for that number one spot in the East. Luckily, the Bills lost two in a row, so we're still not too far behind. So I think they're gonna come out and win it.
0: Yeah, this is gonna be a interesting game because I really don't know what to read with San Francisco. Two weeks ago, they get absolutely crushed by the Miami Dolphins in the Fitz Magic Show, and then. Last week on Sunday Night Football, they come out and handle the Rams.
1: It defies logic. What what is this team right now? Doesn't make sense.
0: So anyway, though, but I'm going to go with the historic trend. Bill Belichick is not going to lose three games in a row. Um, They're going to beat them, and I've got that at a confidence rating of six. Um, Watch that New England running back area. Uh, Yeah, position area, same thing. Uh, With White being out, I mean, Harris could – Get a bigger volume of targets here, so he could be a sneaky play this week, too.
1: Or uh, even Burkhead. Uh, you know, a few games White was out, Burkhead had some big games. So,
0: if you're desperate. If you're desperate. Yeah, if you're yeah. really desperate, I guess. I don't know what's happened with Edelman the last few weeks. He's not looking the same. No. But uh, offensive coordinator
1: did come out and blatantly say, like, we have to get him involved. Yeah. Um. So, I think you may see them make it a point this week to involve him more.
0: Oh, that's something to think about. Maybe I'll put him back in my lineup so he can beat you. Or don't. Well, it's between him, <laughs> Cooks, Higgins, and Crowder as my bottom two wide receivers. And, man, I'm struggling figuring out which two I want to play. I mean, make... Higgins and Cooks had the better week, so I may play them. We'll see.
1: Don't uh... make me root against Edelman. I don't
0: like
1: <laughs> it. It's like, it's unnatural for Oh, me.
0: man, it might just be worth it just to throw him in there. Then. <laughs>
1: I'll just be in my Edelman jersey. Ryan every time he, like, gets a catch?
0: Yeah, you'd be like, yes, but no! <laughs> All right, on to our next game. The uh, Tampa Bay Gronkineers against the Las Vegas Raiders. Ryan hurts every single time he sees Brady in that jersey. Uh, who do you got playing in this game?
1: So, oh, who yeah. do you got
0: playing? Who do you got winning?
1: I got uh, I got Tampa Bay beating Las Vegas. Common's points of eight. Um, the Raiders have just... I don't know. Their team's weird. Like if once you establish the run against them, you know, if you, if you can um, do the outside run, they're done. And you know, their running. bats no joke. Tom Brady gets Chris Godwin back and Mike yep. Evans out there. That's not good. He's starting to look <laughs> like he's establishing a rapport with Gronk again. That's yep. not good if you're the other team. So I just think that uh, I think Tampa's going to win.
0: The Raiders' whole offensive line is not going to play.
1: Oh, yeah, You're I forgot gonna, about that point, too. Yeah, the most you forgot about point. that.
0: So, yeah. if I was doing my confidence points earlier, I may have put this at 14, man. Like, this could turn disastrous. The Raiders are out there just enjoying Vegas too much, I think, even at their charity events. None of them are wearing masks and stuff. They're under investigation and stuff. They've just got a lot of chaos going around their team this week. I just don't see them standing a chance against Tampa.
1: And Bay what, this
0: week.
1: what that defense did to the to the Packers last week. Now they're going to go up against a team without an O line. If if you have Tampa Bay's defense, <laughs> all if you have Tampa Bay's defense or they're available, take them, do it.
0: Man, it, it could be a bad week for Carr, man. <laughs> it's, going be, it's going to be Swiss cheese
1: up there. But they're just going to run right through whatever. There's going to be holes and, and Sue
0: is going to have a field day.
1: Yes, hundred percent. Uh, but also, just keep your eye on that game if you have players in that game or pick up DraftKings players in that game in case that gets postponed or rescheduled or whatever it is at the NFL. I, I would just do. avoid
0: Raiders players and DraftKings altogether.
1: True. It's not going to work out for you. I mean, if you have Josh Jacobs, you probably have to do it, but I don't know.
0: Still would pivot off him in that format. But anyway. For under DraftKings, our... definitely. Yep. <laughs> if you're stuck with him in your league, though, play him. Yeah against all of your thoughts in the back of your head telling you not to.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the principle.
0: Uh, all right. And then on to our last game of the week, which will end up being the Monday night football, the magician Chicago bears and Nick full somehow five and one going up against the strange LA Rams. Who do you see winning this game?
1: Uh, so I struggled. I did the Thomas points aren't going to show that just because sits was the last, number i had left
0: <laughs> so that's what you gave them <laughs> yeah
1: i mean i could have gone through and reorganized my chart but who does that that's way too much work that's way
0: too much um, work and way too much time we actually do I, work jobs
1: yeah right I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> i have the rams winning at six confidence points um uh you know the bears are coming this is their bat to bat away game which is tough yeah the Rams, I mean, they've been looking de- decent. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, they've been looking – they've been doing pretty well. Um, the Rams' defense didn't do very well this week. They shut um, Aaron Donald down. Yep. So, I think – I don't think you shut out that defense like that two weeks in a row. I think the defense is going to come out to make a point this week. Um, so, I think the Rams win.
0: All right, I'm just going to say this again, and I picked the Bears a lot this season, and I'm picking them again in this game. It's funny that you did six confidence points because this is going to be their sixth win. I've got them only at a confidence rating of three. I never picked them very high in confidence ratings, but they've consistently won and helped me out, still in second place behind J.J., which seems to be a trend for me this entire season. So um, I think Nick Foles will just, you know, light it up on Monday Night Football like he's been. Um there's no other reason why they should win this game, honestly. Uh, they're just a really weird team. I see them winning it. So that's really how I'm going to end my thoughts.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Nothing fantasy experience.
0: relevant about it.
1: Fantasy players, uh, David Montgomery is worth a start just for the amount of volume they're giving him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really pounding the rock with him. You got Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Uh, I mean, I think that's it, right? I mean, I don't think either QBs are doing enough to really oh. –
0: no, I don't think so.
1: So I'd say those those guys, right?
0: Yeah, so on that thought, um, I think we're going to end up getting out of here. Uh, I hope you guys liked our hostless show on How Warner Sees It. Uh, you <laughs> can follow us on Spotify, Apple, Google, and whatever the frig else Ron put us on. So with that, I'm going to cue the music, and we're going to get out of here and watch some football. And that's the wrong one. So we'll do the other one. Let's try that again. You ready for it? I'm ready. I lied. That was the right one. (laughs) Third attempt. Now we can actually really get out of here. Boom.
1: Boom.